Welcome back to Say More. We're on the second season, and in this season, we're going to cover everything that's alternative healing, everything that you thought about, you knew about, but did not know enough. Today, I have a very special guest, a very dear friend, and an absolutely gorgeous soul and lady right here. Welcome, Alia Habib Khan. She is the Marketing and Communications Manager for Kiani Wellness. And if you're in Dubai, if you're stepping in Dubai, that's definitely a place you want to visit. You want to go and have this really relaxation, healing, everything all under one roof handled by the lovely Alia. Alia, welcome to say more. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Well, it is a pleasure. Before we got into the recording, I said, okay, Alia, you've given me your role. Tell me who is Alia? Wow, that's a that's a very loaded question. But uh, Alia is uh, someone who has been here for a while and uh, very international background, uh, lived in different countries, uh, just enjoys the whole environment of multicultural, the whole environment of being part, a citizen of this world. And I think with all the experiences that we've had here, the the experiences that I have here as well within, within the center has encompassed all of that that I believe in. And uh, I'm at the right place at the right time. Hmm. Never a coincidence, right? Never, no. So, so Ali, when we were, you know, you filled out the get to know you a little form. I loved, I loved the backstory when I asked, so everyone tuning in, I always ask this question that was there one particular turning point in life that made that change that made us go in and find out, hey, who am I? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And what can I do that's so aligned with my soul that brings me joy? Share with us, when was that shifting moment for your life? Yeah, I mean, that was uh, a little while ago. And I remember I was um, working for a, a very big uh, company here in uh, in the UAE. And I remember I got a job offer from a, from another organization, which was a multinational, would have put me on a more international sort of a platform. And I did everything. I was so excited. It was the one brand that I wanted to work for since I was a child and all that excitement and everything. And uh, I went through multiple interviews, um, finally got to the point where I was signing the contract and the CEO of the company made me choose because he gave me a decision that was a very life altering decision mm-hmm. um, to not start a family. And, um, and it was, a, it was a very big company. It's, it was, Wait, a, it was something that you were asked to take the position and not start a family. Yes. And this was post all my interviews. It was everything just when the pen was about to hit the sign I uh, I was asked this question and I you know I went into this panic mode I was you know so excited and at the same time I was like dreading you know oh my god you know um and you know we had you know been previously had some health issues and we were really going through that you know and I was just like no this can't be true I just need to like you know I took a five minute break I asked him I said you know I'm so sorry but I just need to process I need to take this and um yeah I went into the corridor called my husband I was like you know what do I do what do I do what do I do you know do I take it do I just 
you know, because we were planning to have a family and we were planning to. And uh, he said, I'll leave it up to you. It's your call. It's your, you know, you are the one who wanted to do this. You know, you are, this is your dream. And um, I went in and I didn't sign. I did not sign that piece of paper. And I cried and I cried and I cried. But you know what? It was my gut that told me. And from mm -hmm. that point on, I really believed in my gut instinct because my gut instinct kept telling me, don't get into this. And, you know, and even, you know, people kept on saying later on that, oh, you could have just had a family and, you know, it would have been. And I said, you know, but that's deceiving myself and the other party. Um, and so I literally got into the car. I cried, went home and I cried. But you know what? Three months later, I was expecting, you know, uh, my first child so I mean in retrospect it happened for a reason uh it was maybe a building thing for me it was a test for me that you know here's something that you love but we're gonna just take that away and you know and so it made me appreciate life so much more because all the steps that I took after that were to be the present parent to be the one that I, I chose to move away from my career and go towards parenting and then I worked within within my child's school industry in mindfulness and wellness. And so that is something that I always had within me. Yeah. So in hindsight, do you think that it's amazing that he asked you that question? Because had he not, you would have probably signed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, and 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 I I didn't expect it. I mean, of all questions that he would ask me, he would say to me maybe something like, you know, he said, you know, or don't do this, or I don't want you to, and da, 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 da. And this involved a lot of travel. And I appreciate the fact that it did, a, a, you know, he wanted the commitment. It was starting up within the region. It was, you know, it, it was a, it was a very big brand, but at the same time, I also felt that was very wrong because you're a multinational, you're not a, you're a European company. You're not something which is a small, you know, uh, startup, you know, um, but it was, it was meant to be, it was meant to be. And that kind of just allowed me to be more aware of my intuition, I think. I think that's when the whole thing of like, I go with my gut, you know, and throughout parenting, people kept on saying to me, but I know you're doing these smaller things, but you know, why don't you go back to work? Cause you know, you're intelligent and you can do all these things. But I, um, I just said, no, I, I want to be that, 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 that's what I want to do, you know? And, um, you know, Alia, your story is so, can serve so many people because every time we think that, hey, I've manifested this and I manifested this and I won this. And in that moment, you spoke about this was the test, right? I think in, in the wellness world, in the spiritual understanding, in the laws of the universe, understanding what a test is, is, is so important at that moment to tune into your God, to surrender to allow the process do you have yeah. such stories i know you work with so many people and so many renowned known people in dubai in uae that come to your center um, do you have some stories to share with us where you know how does one recognize when they're going through that test phase well technically we always test it sometimes but in your opinion in in within the center or within life, whatever you, you know, you've yeah, I mean, you know, you constantly you you are constantly meeting people. I think when you give up the vibe that you uh, can recognize it in others or you recognize it within yourself, it automatically attracts 
those kind of things to you because we talk about laws of attraction and stuff like that. But, you know, if you have empathy towards a lot of people, then people do come to you and say, oh, you know, I'm going through this major transition in my life. I really don't know what to do. I'm kind of falling apart. I, you know, and, and I think I think so many people come and they confide and they because that is, you know, that is something that's bothering them. And with the environments that we live in, it's not easy for people to express themselves, you know, uh, and that is the biggest form of a gift because really when somebody reaches out to you, it is really the the trust, the honesty, the they're putting their trust in you, you know, and, and that is for me is much more of a, of a bigger compliment than let's say I achieve something in a very stressed workout relationship in the office, you know? So I think, I think, always that human element for me has always been resonates. And I think people are becoming so much more aware that they have problems or I think with the age that we live in with open information, I think people are able to pick up, you know, what they need. Um, so, yeah, so I think there are people that have really come and we've really helped them. And there's been a lot of transformations in people I don't want to take any examples or I don't want to you know I don't want to put anyone in any but yes there are definitely people who go through major caterpillar to butterfly transitions and it's really beautiful I mean um, the industry that we're in is purely human related it is really to do with you know everything up here you know and down here so um, so yeah there is there's been a lot of people who transformed or have had stories of transformations. I mean, people I see all the time, um, how they woke up to becoming mm. facilitators of wellness, how they were in the corporate world or how they were in another industry or they were just, and they felt that there was this constant need for them to do something. And there are these people who've now been practicing for 10, 15, 20 years and they are ace at what they do, you know? So definitely a lot of people around us with transformations. Amazing, amazing. So within your center, um, Alia, what is your favorite, you know, modalities that you feel so drawn to? Would you like to elaborate, share with everybody listening that if someone has not understood the energy part of it, they've not understood, you know, all the different elements that go beyond allopathic treatment, then this is your stage. Tell us everything about it. Yeah, I mean, we have such a a, a wide variety of, of things that we offer. Uh, we have anything from the mental to the physical to the spiritual or soul level, um, uh, you know, uh, choices that I personally, for me, I think sound is, I love sound because when I'm in the sound space, it is my space but yet I'm sharing that energy with everyone, you know? Um, and that allows, the whole group thing is a, a very beautiful, you know, sort of result. So when when I do go into sound, any kind of sound, I mean, I love it. It's, it's you know, you see immediately effect on everybody, you know? Uh, in other modalities, you still work at it, you know, you, you keep going and you see, but within the sound, I mean, you do one and a half hours of sound and you know what? you all get up and you are vibrating on that same level, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful feeling because there's just love. There's, and I, everybody says, oh, you know, that's, mm, but you know what? It really truly is. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a marketing person and I'm quite a practical person. 
hopefully. Uh, but I do find that sound really does resonate with everybody, you know, um, whether it's guided, unguided, it's, you know, it is, it is a be beautiful element. But at the same time, we have these incredible practitioners who also have the same result, you know, because it is, it is about the person, individual. And these amazing people have made so much impact on people individually. So um, sound would be at the top, but I would I would have many other modalities. I mean, we've got, you know, kinesiology, we've got access bars, uh, we've got light therapy, we've got, uh, you know, we've got a PMF uh, mat, you know, which you can lie on and it, it it's really good for physical um, uh, traumas, um, you know, reducing swelling, allowing the blood to flow properly within the body. It's just a mat that you lie on for half an hour, but you feel really good, you know? Um, and then of course we have the psychologists, the clinical psychologists, we've got, um, we've also got so many, we've got tarot reading, we've got, um, you know, it, it, it just, it's an endless uh, stream of things. And we've got also a lot of physical things that we can help with a chiropractor, or we can even, um, we have people who do breath work, we have uh, hypnotherapy, um, we've got people who do Reiki, pranic. So it's just a, a total encompassment of, of wellness, you know. Um, but sound, coming back to that, is probably my, my most favorite. I love the fact that you said that, you know, everyone comes in, but when they leave, they're all vibrating at the same level, the same frequency. I think that is so interesting because very often for whatever each person goes through, their own experience, what, what's in the background playing as an open, you know, act in their mind, to have everyone leave a class with the same vibration is just so amazing. Yes. Right? So amazing. Um, yeah. Alia, tell it's me instant. a little bit. It's instant, right? Because it just uses the yeah. law of I don't know physics, or and you forget you forget everything that you came in with. You see, you came you come in with all those, like you said, you know. But you you leave with actually a blank slate to start the day over again, you know. So you go and you sleep and you wake up and yeah. you know you have the opportunity to say, I'm a little bit more mindful of the day. Exactly. You know, and I'm a little bit more aware because yesterday was so beautiful. And I think that's why people need to just keep doing it regularly to keep reminding their or reprogramming their brain to say, you know, rest, you know, and that's the beauty also of sound vibration, because even if there are blocks, physical manifested blocks, you know, in your bloodstream, yes. your muscles, it dissipates that yes. energy. I mean, I yeah. have learned using sound for, uh, you know, cleansing the energy of a, of a home, of an office. Yeah. And uh, Alia, it used to be so fascinating in the beginning because you, you'd use the tinctures and then it would have this really odd resonance and, you know, shaky resonance. And then after you keep cleansing it, it goes, the really mm. wrong resonance. And it's like, oh my God, all of this existed, right? I mean, today when we see yes. it, we're like, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. But when you're new to the idea, it's like, wow, you know, how, yeah. how amazing is you that? You get goosebumps. I mean, if you even take a small little sound bowl, like not even a big one or a sophisticated one, you just take a small one and you just do that. I mean, you just literally, it go, vibrates all the way up your arm, the energy yeah. in itself. I mean, it's opening a lot of the meridians. It's opening a lot of the, you know, it's allowing your blood to flow um, to your brain as well, which is super important, you know? Um, so yeah, no, I think, uh, I think, it is much needed 
um, everywhere, especially for youngsters, especially for for teenagers and kids. I think for them, you know, um, you know, more people should should introduce their children to these kind of modalities because these are um, these are just it's just for them to allow to absorb. You know, there has to be no ulterior meaning to it saying oh and this is going to happen just take your kid and do it let them subconsciously yeah yes absolutely exactly so so coming from you know the sound uh, modality and all the other different therapies at the center you wrote something very beautiful in in the form that what is the one thing that everybody you wish had you spoke about the positive outlook you spoke about you know uh yeah, empathy in communication while it's still logical. Take us through that. Yeah, um, you know, communication is a, is a is the actual part of our success, if you can say. You know, uh, everybody needs to communicate. You know, and if you can communicate something properly, uh, the point is taken across very quickly, and you know, and it's absorbed. And positive communication is always the fact that we must always change our vibrational frequency of positivity. And we have to just, you know, if there's something that you don't like and look to the better of it and say, well, you know, we'll do, we'll, we'll, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make it better. And we're gonna, you know, we're going to do something about it and we're going to change it rather than just say, oh, you know, we, you know, that's it. It's not, it's not happening, you know, and we're blocking ourselves. So, you know, communication towards everybody must always be positive. It will, it will always, even if you have somebody angry in front of you, it's very easy to turn that around with kindness, with understanding where that person is coming from in their anger level, you know? Um, And, and I think that's really lacking in the world at the moment. You know, we are are really not... Why do you think that it's lacking? I think people are so much in a rush to get to where they are. And, you know, they're the problems that they have within their mind. You know, sometimes you have something here, but something else comes out. You know, yeah. you're you're thinking of one thing and then and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean it like that. But, you know, so communication comes back to that. Right. So even if you kind of hit another person, you know, car wise, you know, you're it happened. You know, it happened, you know, yeah. and, and what do we do? You know, what do we do after that? So it's always like, you know, never look at a problem and then ponder on that problem. Look at what we can achieve. So communication then comes into effect because you're just like, okay, so how can we change this around? How can we do this? Let's communicate. Let's talk. Um, ideas come through communication. You know, right. when you brainstorm. Do you think, do you think Alia, that communication and the effectiveness of it is related to one's healing journey? Yes, for sure, because you talk differently, right? So when you when you are in that process of, of be, becoming aware of yourself, right. you do change your patterns, you change the way you look at things or the way you behave with people or your, um, even your communication, your tone, your talking, um, you know, it, it all, it all um, changes, but you have to have, an, you know, another person who might not be aware of themselves or are not on that journey, but this yeah. person is, you communicate with them and you make them realize that, hey, okay, I want to try that. I want to be part of yeah. this journey because they're giving me the positive vibes that I need and I need those vibes to get well. And I think that's why I'm saying that, you know, generally people are in such a rush 
they don't look at these positive lines of communication. Encouragement. Positive means encouragement, kindness, empathy, all of these elements are incorporated within that. So it's um, it's very important. And that's why, I mean, uh, we align ourselves with the fact that, you know, every human being's wellness is our priority. It's number one. And, you know, they come and they, you know, they ask us, you know, what should we do? You know, I, I really want to try something, but I'm not sure what I want to try. This is what I have. And again, communication comes within that. You positively try to find out without treading on too many emotions, you know, mm -hmm. what is it that you're looking for? What, what do you want, you know, us to help you with? So I think communication is generally with everything that you do in life, you know, with your children, with your yep. spouses, with your colleagues, with work environment, um, with even with clients the way you, who, you know, you express yourself, it's all through communication. People are not yes. just hearing your, your language or your vocabulary, they're hearing you, you know, you expressing yes. your, your, your energy, who you are on the inside. Yeah, it's very important. It's important to be transparent because if, if you are not you, then you're pretending to be some, someone else and eventually that will crack, you know? You know yeah. you, people pick it up. Always. And, you know, we can say that people are busy and, you know, they don't get it, but everyone has that sense that, you know, I see you from a distance, I like you or I don't like you, no matter all the good right things you're saying, all the right you know, pictures that are going out there, yeah. that connective vibe, I think people are very aware of it. They're very aware yes. of it. Yeah, it is, it is totally from the heart, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think I would not be here um, if I didn't feel it from the heart, I think. Very, uh, you know, uh, very important for me to to uh, in anything that I do, in any project that I've done, um, I've always wanted to be part of it completely, you know. Um, and this is something I mean, you know, somebody coming down with having shed a few tears, that's progress. You know, somebody laughing and smiling, that's progress. Somebody coming with um becoming you know boisterous and noisy and that means they've come out of themselves and they're you know feeling happy you know so i think i think in any results whether you know it's it's good or bad it's it's progress you progress. know absolutely yeah absolutely. and we keep on improving ourselves even with us i mean we are constantly learning new things i mean every single day is like you know 10 things that we learn that are new hmm. you know about people, about modalities, about, I mean, I'm surrounded by this amazing information technology, but it's not technology, it's information that is floating around. And all these beautiful facilitators come and share that. And I'm, you know, very, very lucky and very proud that I can, I can actually absorb all of this, you know. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Alia, tell us a little bit more about what, if you had to leave a legacy back and you not, if you had, you are leaving that with every interaction, every exchange you have with people, but if you could go back and put a topic in a school book, what would that topic be? In a school book, I yeah. think that would, uh, there would be several. <laughs> not be one, it'd be like a, a list of all these things. <laughs> Through the earlier history geography, you got to learn breath. You got to learn yoga, Ayurveda, sound. <laughs> you know. I think. I think. I think the first thing would be be present. 
Mm, that's beautiful. Be present. We forget as kids to be present. We think about we're old enough. We're going to, you know, we're, we're. Don't you think when we are kids, naturally kids are present? You know, they'll be playing and they can't hear you calling them. You can't, they can't, if they're watching the TV, they're just there. The entire world like disappears. So naturally they are present till they're taught not to be. Yeah, no, no, they should be present. I think they should be more present. I think the present that you're talking about is much more of the state of mind, but more present. You know, I remember you know, growing up and now I look back and I said, oh my God, I wish I had paid more attention to this. I wish I had paid more attention to that element. And I think kids are present physically, if you know what I mean. But I think emotionally, the emotional intelligence and the emotional presence, um, I want to be out of here. I don't want to be in my school day. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want, I want to be older. I want to be, you know, I, I want to be there. You know, what's happening. Yeah. So, you know, the, 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 the sort of, you know, I think the, the three things would be be present, be kind and, and love yourself, because I think these are the, you know, the love yourself is not taught in schools, you know, to love yourself. Right. I mean, not a lot, not a lot of adults understand what love yourself means. The the minute we talk about self-love, everyone is thinking about a spa day, about a day away from home, about, you know, an excessive indulgement is fine, but not eventually, you know, where's the authentic truth, where is stepping in your throat, stepping in your higher self. None of that is spoken about, well, thankfully up till, you know, the reason. Absolutely. And, you know, and the thing is about, you know, in, in schools, for example, children go through such a hard time because they're judged at every step. You know, you're goody two shoes. You're not good enough. You're this, you're that. So it is all about you at the end of the day. And we all went to school. We all know what it's about. You know, the self-love must always be that, you know, you are what you are and just embrace it. You know, this is it. And schools don't teach those kids that because mindfulness needs to be really, really enforced within the school system. And they are our future at the end of the day, you know, and that's why I always try to encourage people, bring your kids to something that will open up their minds to um, in the future. It's a tool that they can pick and say, oh, my mother took me to Gong or my mother took me to um, breathwork. And, and I really loved it. So maybe I should tap into that. So give those tools to your kids, not necessarily now, but let them taste it, you know, and let them, so putting be, you know, self-love, you know, be present, all of these things are much more internal, I think, rather than the external side. Um, but the list is endless. I can, like, like I said, you know, there's just so much that you can, no, but you can I do love in a, in a you've picked on because this so they are the core they are the essence of creating aligned beings creating yeah. adults and youngsters that that are not triggered today most people you walk out on the road well not on your road it's everyone's like in this nice zone we're all happy yeah. there but you walk out generally and everyone is 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 walking with some wound one open wound you know whether it's a financial pain it's it's personal it's you know emotional it's relationship that people are triggered so easily to say that 
which in effect means that there's so much of unhealing that is all just surfacing up that that passes on to kids, whether you're a teacher or whether you're a parent or you're a relative and kids are just absorbing that in their energy, even without yeah. knowing it. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. remember when we absolutely. were chatting earlier, the last time we met, I think that so many kids, my, my daughter, her friends, so many children post the pandemic, they just sit in their room. They're so used to that. Yeah, yeah. And they'll sit around a table with their telephones. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they'll that. they'll literally all be at a dinner and they go out for dinner like teenagers. And then, you know, uh, they'll just sit there and they'll be on their phone the whole time. Or they'll be chatting with each other or playing with each other within the phone thing. Yeah. But I mean, that conversation. And, you know, the, the most amazing thing is if you remove any of these things for a very short period of time, they actually start talking and they actually start using the language, the, you know, um, and it is, it's faced by, by, I think a lot of the parents that, you know, that thing in the hand or that on the, on the table is just isolating those kids further, you know? Um, but again, you know, we have to make a conscious, conscious, uh, uh, thing and you know absorbing kids absorbing their parents thing that is one of the reasons they go into the room close the door because there's obviously a lot of other things that are coming up into the surface you know um but it is it's all intertwined i mean our society anywhere in the world everybody walks around with an open wound i think everybody mm -hmm. does you know um and if you find that place that helps you heal a little bit you must stick to it and just really take more of it in and more of it in. And again, you know, it's all about giving people tools. You know, we have amazing people again, who are happy to part with those, you know, by giving free talks or giving, you know, having conversations or creating uh, collaborations so that people are able to, to really taste what yeah. they have to offer. Yeah. Well, amazing. Thank you so much for spending your morning with me. Uh, our conversation never ends. I love your company. I love chatting with you, Alia. Same. Go, I have one question. The podcast is called Say More. So what, according to you, should people be saying more about? I think um, people should be saying more about um, emotions. And I think people uh, need to start talking about themselves. And I think we need to stop looking at and blaming the world for all our problems and look at our own issues and try to help ourselves. And I think that is uh, one of the things that I think people should talk more about is themselves um, and how to improve and ask, never be afraid of help. You know, so like the conversations that you have with people, hopefully at some turning point, one of your conversations will help somebody and they'll go and they'll try it out. And I think, you know, that is saying more because, you know, hey, I put my hand up. I've got an issue, you know, uh, and I think you're doing a great job. I think, you know, I think people need to come out. They need to start um, conversing back to communication you know, and, and having these open talks, uh, you know, the raw wounds have to come out. Beautiful, mm. beautiful. Mm. Thank you so <laughs> much, Alia. Thank Everyone you. 
you can find Alia, her wisdom, everything that she's doing on Instagram at Alia, that's A-L-I-Y-A-I-H-K. That's going to be in the show notes. You can click on that and you can also follow and visit her at a center, which is Kayani underscore wellness. Trust me, been there, experienced stuff, also have my book there. Uh, beautiful center, beautiful vibe. You can actually sense and, you know, that's tangible energy of softness, of kindness. Everything that Alia spoke of is at Kiani Wellness. Well, you're part of the Kiani family now. So I am. <laughs> you are. Anybody that comes through our doors is part of the Kiani family. So we welcome anybody and everybody. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Alia. This was such a wonderful conversation. Uh, so thank easy you. for people to absorb, to, you know, think about three things they want to give their children or even as adults, just to be present to, I forgot the other two parts, but I will go back. Love to yourself. <laughs> Love yourself. Be yes. kind. Be kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's it yeah be present be kind and love yourself I think that's that's great advice even for an adult even for someone at 60 at 70 you know it's never too late yeah yeah absolutely late. and 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 your calendar on my desk says it all because yeah. you're you know it it it's every day I flip it over and something wonderful comes so it's always a good reminder thank you well, thank you, Alia. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everyone that's tuned in. Stay in touch. Have a know, uh, have a quick look and glance at the wonderful thing that Alia gets out for all of us to experience. Until the next time, say more. Live a wonderful, big, shining life. Bye for now. Bye.